Hello, my name is Mikey Barge, and this is the podcast from the Greater London Youth Foundation. And this is the Greater London Youth Foundation presents The Mikey Barge Show. Each week, we will talk to young people who are doing great things in their community, or how they overcome failure or problems and so on. What have they learned from life's lessons that they can pass along to everybody? We will also talk to some adults who are doing great things for young people in their community sometimes too. Our sponsors are the John Lyons Charity, the Big Lottery Community Fund and Harrow Council. We would also like to thank the Young Harrow Foundation and Voluntary Action Harrow Cooperative. It's not all serious stuff, I promise you, but we take everything seriously sometimes. If you want to get involved, our details will be in the notes. On today's show, we have one of the stars of my online drama workshops, Axa Casanayas. Not only is Axa a talented actress with undeniable talent, but also a highly intelligent, dedicated, hard-working individual who was voted as a role model and an all-round inspiration to young people. In this episode, she will share her journey into acting and give you all wonderful advice on how to get involved in what I consider to be the best job on the planet. In the next few years, I guarantee Axa Casanales will be on her way to becoming a successful actor because every performance she gives 110% using her sheer attention to detail to make every character come alive hero villain you name it she can do it because with each new challenge that I give her she knocks it out the park with flying colors so I think it's time we talk to Axa and find out exactly what she's up to and tell us how old are you and where you're from I am 20 years old, sadly, and I'm from El Salvador, Central America. Amazing. And you've obviously moved to the UK. Mm -hmm. That's right. And what's it like, um, you know, moving to a new country? It was scary. (laughs) It was scary because um, there's so many things that you have to get used to, like accents, uh, practicing, like want to switch from one language to another um getting used to the weather that was that was a big one the weather is something big and yeah like how to start from scratch how to build up who you want to be in this new place yeah it's so you know it's amazing that you are here and i'm so glad um and apologize for the weather (laughs) but you're studying acting which is so interesting you're studying acting how did this come about and why you know, it's funny because I know that a lot of actors are like just different things, like models or dancers. I actually started as a musician. I did not yeah. know that. What instrument? I came to play? London, uh, and my first thought was to study music because I used to be in an orchestra and choir. But um, the only place that I tried to go to was Guildhall, and to my surprise, I didn't know that you can study drama in London at all that's something that can never happen in my country not just yet at least we're a couple decades behind so yeah like when I didn't get into um, music for Guildhall and I realized that I could study drama in different colleges I gave it a shot to be fair um, I was doubting myself a lot and I didn't think I was gonna make it so I went for like a level one in a college and I did really good, honestly. I, I, I found myself like being comfortable on it. I realized that I was doubting myself way too much. And I'm honestly like on my last year of college right now. It's great. Oh, my. Last year of college. So let me ask you, what projects have you worked on that you're most proud about 
and 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 why? Well, when it comes to like my college work, I'm very proud of a project that we did at the beginning of this year. It was called um, Lost Child. So you got to talk about like how children immigrate on their own. I got to talk a lot about my country and the immigration situation, and it was all about writing. And writing um, exercises that I got from our workshops were really useful for this. And then deciding who's going to be on it, casting, working on costumes, working on um, the drama part of it. And then right now we were working on a connections festival project. My company thankfully won. (laughs) So yeah, we're part of the winners of National Theatre Connections 2021 with the play Windrush Generations. Congratulations. Congratulations on that win. Uh, Let's talk about the Windrush then. Um, Hopefully you could just give us a little segment from that. It's also available online. I will be dropping that link in the uh, in in the information. But maybe could you you, would you be okay to give us a little segment of the Windrush? Maybe Maybe a little bit of context. What's the play about? The play Windrush Generations by Mojisola Adebayo. It's uh, a little education about what happened with the Windrush scandal that around Milovacin, uh, I changed language for a second, <laughs> uh, 1940s, um, the people in Jamaica were offered the opportunity to come to the UK and work and live here. And it, that was amazing. But on the latest years, there's been a lot of trouble when it comes to like legal papers and all of that. and it became a scandal. People getting kicked out of the country, not opportunities being offered, all the new lives that was promised. And there's plenty of people of my age that we weren't aware of this. We weren't educated on this. And I think the play, it's all about this, about um, young people finding out what happened, what's the past, how all of the history comes back to even these years. Stuff that happening in 18,000 is happening again in 2021. So in this play, my character, Monterosa, she's actually a ghost of a battleship from 1920s. She used to be a Nazi ship. She used to carry and do a lot of dirty work during the war. And then she was captured and turned into a British ship. And now she's trying to tell her story about how her name was changed from Monterosa into Windrush and how history is being covered. This is very interesting because it's such a complex character. I remember you speaking about whether this character is perceived as a hero or a villain. So maybe could we have a little rendition of this and uh, hear how this sounds? No worries. Okay. Thank you. Floor is yours. You got given a medal if you had four children for the Reich, but no medal for me. I was selected for a more important job. Because of my experience at the sea, I was ordered to transfer passages from Norway to Germany. Jews of all ages from Oslo. And the songs they sang were different from the ones we heard before the war. Their hums hung in the air like thick clouds of smoke. And outfits. The, the children... But I had no choice. I was just doing my job. (laughs) But you know the history. And because of the work I had done, I was captured by the Royal Navy as a prize of war. (laughs) The British were not so different from us. 
cousins, really, same royal family. And the language is easy. Land, land, book, book, wind, wind. Thank you so much. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank and you for that. So back to that character then. How do you perceive the character? Is, uh, is that a villain or a hero? She was a challenge. <laughs> That's what she was, because it was to put an object into a living thing, giving human properties of jealousy, um, anger, fear, and all of that. And I could never decide, really. I can never decide whether she was a victim or she was the villain. And I think that says a lot about her character. I think that says a lot about how deep she can go. You cannot perceive her from one thing or another because she keeps trying to put herself in the victim's shoes, but she can let go of the fact that she kind of enjoyed doing the Betsy work. She just wants to clear up her name. So I can never put a title on her. I think that's what makes her the realist. If I can't brand her, it's because there's too much under it. Yeah. I like that because sometimes as an actor, you have to have empathy for the character you're playing. So I like how you see it from multiple ways. You mentioned again, you, you know, you're here in the UK and you've actually worked on Shakespeare, you know, mm. so I take it, you know, Spanish might be your first language and you're, you know, you're in the UK learning Shakespeare. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Shakespeare was painful. Like I'm very aware of, uh, the thick accent that I have, the, an accent that is very, very strange. And then when it comes to diction, like, oh, Shakespeare was a whole challenge. But, you know, it's, it is required when you want to get to the studies and education of drama, you have to go through this. And to be fair, it will be a disrespect if you have never read or watched a play, Shakespearean play. So there's moments in life that you have to choose pain and that was my decision when he went to like studying Romeo and Juliet and the Taming of the Shrew, which are two of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> and excellent. You mentioned Taming of the Shrew. You had a part in that. Um, hopefully you can give us a little rendition um, for the audience to hear a little Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> are you okay with that? That will be good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Give us a little bit of a background. Um, what character are you going to do and uh, what's the situation? My character is Catherine or Katharina, and she is the eldest daughter of a very wealthy man and has come to the city, this very young man that has a little bit of a charm, but he's also an airhead. He's very disrespectful, but he just wants to marry the oldest sister because that's going to give him a lot of money. But she's a rebel. She doesn't want to. But even so, her dad is going to force her into this. So it's a battle of status of who's going to marry her. I don't want to marry him, but we shall see. No shame, but mine. I must, forsooth, be forced to give my hand, opposed against my heart, to a mad brain rootsby, full of spleen, who would in haste and means to wear that leisure. I told you, I, he was a frantic fool, hiding his bitter jesting blonde behavior. And to be noted for a merry man, he'll woo a thousand, point the day of marriage, make friends invited, and proclaim the vans, and make the feast. 
Ever means to wed when he hath wood. And now, Master World, point at poor Catherine and say, Lo, there is Matt Petruchio's wife. If it will please him, come and marry her. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. And probably the first time some people have heard Shakespeare. Uh, what a brilliant play. Uh, Taming of the Shrew. You mentioned it was, you can kind of see a lot of these um, Shakespeare themes, uh, especially that play. You mentioned it was a modern film that they've turned it into. Oh, yeah. Ten Things I Hate About You. It's a very favorite, mm. favorite one. <laughs> it is very interesting to see how um, Shakespeare gets turned into modern stuff. Like they've done that with us as well. Um, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio in the 90s. And it's very, it's very nice to see that type of stuff being brought back and see how everything can be shaped, how classes can be put. Well, it's great. I just love it. And uh, the reason why we know each other as well, Axa, is that you are one of the best students on my online drama class, which is every Sunday. Uh, you can find it on Eventbrite. You can join the class. Um, it's online drama. We have some really talented people in there. What is it that you like most about this online drama class? It's the fact that I've had the chance to be surrounded by different people that just have the same goals as me to like getting to acting. That I can pick up things from them, like, or they can pick, pick up things from me. I also get like a, a feedback from people that has never met me. So there's no, um, nothing behind it. They cannot say, ah, oh, she's my friend which is why i'm being like soft to her no they can be straight serious with me they can say what they think give me their point of view and it's very nice to like find something sometimes that i give them an idea as well and they pick it up on that even better than i expected it's very nice to like meet different actors meet different minds and experiment with it and recently we did a play about the pandemic which was sponsored by uh just giving fund power council um, it was a, you know, we got a brief to do a play about the pandemic during these difficult times. Can you tell us about that experience and what you learned about the process? I think it was quite a challenge when you have to pick up a very touchy subject and you have to like tamper around it and find a way of like how to speak about it without offending anyone. Like what's the right way to talk about this or how do you create a storyline around something so delicate? And it was really impressive that everything started with us trying to do monologues based on the pandemic and the virus and how, without us realizing, all of our monologues were connected. It was really magical to like find out that we were all connected at the same time, that everything's so different. It was such a different execution in every single idea everyone gave but all the ideas were so great that they would work together. So we ended up writing the whole play all together with monologues, duologues, extras coming in, supporting roles. It was, it was magical. And I believe that the play has all the softness that it could give. The play is very straightforward when it comes to like problems, political eyes. And it's amazing to see people of different ages actually taking this in a very mature way. 100%. And the feedback that we got from people who were watching it uh, and the people that participated was, again, as you say, magical. And you did an amazing job. You were the main character in that. Um, <laughs> a lot of the people in the drama class look up to you and they learn so much from you. So I thank you every day for that. 
So what advice do you have for new actors that maybe want to start and come into this? Well, I know that a lot of people just getting to it, but I do believe that education is really, really important. Like even if you don't want to do a course or if you don't want to take a college course or university like me, it's always important to stay educated. There's workshops like ours, there's information online about practitioners and techniques. Watch many movies, watch many plays and watch them again. Keep watching your favorites and pick up on the stuff that you realize calls your attention. That's very important. And then just chase every opportunity you have. If you see that you can be on a music video of your friend, be on that. If you can do a short film of your own on your phone, just do that. Or like, there's so many websites to work as extras and you get to be in major films and just be there and get a sense of the industry. So you may think that all of those are little things, but little things built into something so much greater. So just pick up on different things and keep chasing every opportunity that you have. That's probably one of the best advice. Be proactive, chase every opportunity and make the most of it. You've mentioned quite you know, many different things that I've picked up on. Um, can you name some of your favorite actors? Favorite yeah. actors? It's going to be cheesy, but I admired Leonardo a lot. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, because um, I admire a lot of artists that come from nothing or from very, very young. And I do believe that he's one of them. Like he built his way up and you can still see him grinding there. Then I also have a fond space for Anya Taylor-Joy. She's another person that came from being a different thing, from being a model, from like being a dancer. And I look at her, she's in major films, she's in major TV shows. Things like that, I pick up a lot on people. Meryl Streep is always going to be a favorite. She's like a triple threat. She's like the mother of everyone. So yeah. Different people, too many to mention, but maybe top three favorites. I like that because all these actors had to start somewhere and they built up and they've kept that same drive and passion. Can you name some of your favorite films or a film you can recommend or something that you find that's really cool at the moment? Definitely Shutter Island. Shutter Island was incredible. Like different performances, the storyline is intricate and like you have to watch it at least twice. So you can soak in everything that you have as well as if I could mention a TV show, I was very interested in the Queen's Gambit because it was a different perspective of like breaking out of the villain villain and the hero who's who. No, there's only one character and she's her own villain. She's her own hero. Storylines that are very intricate are my favorite to be fair. And, and back to that uh, characters, what characters do you like to play? I think you know the answer. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> I think we all kind of know. Uh, yeah, I love playing the villain. I love playing the clever one. I love playing. Being the hero is fun, but I love clever characters. I love it when they have, they're, when they're multidimensional, when there's too many sides to play that even you get like a big struck and confused of how do you play this? That's how I want it because that's the character that is the most real. There's no way that you can just pick up a character and say, okay, this is who I am. No, it's a real person. It has many faces, many um, sides to it, and you have to, like, figure it out. So the more intricate is the challenge, the more I want to play it. <laughs> Great answer. Uh, me too. I love the villains. And I like when you play the villains as well. Uh, <laughs> really put that intensity into it. So it's great. And 
last couple of questions. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? What's your plan? Well, um, actually in September, I'm going to start a university course in drama and musical theater because I'm planning to expand as a triple threat as well. I want to grow in my musicality. I want to grow into my drama. And I also want to work more in my movement that I think is at the moment my weakness. But the more skills that you have, I believe, the more doors you can open with that. And after I finish that, and even while I work on that, I would love to keep working on more like feature films as extra, doing more short films, keep going on workshops. And then after that, I just plan to start working. Like, I would love to start some teaching as well. Like, I love that you teach drama. That's amazing. And even if I could expand it, you know, I have this silly dream that maybe in a couple of decades, maybe a decade if I can manage, Go back to my country, try to bring everything that I learned over there. Because it is sad that they can, you cannot study drama. You cannot have this workshop. So I would love to bring that back home. Oh, that's great advice as well. So writers, directors listening to this right now, you need to get in touch with AXA. Uh, <laughs> and maybe one day be my replacement. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> um, 100%. So where can, where can anybody find you online if they want to work with you and get you in some of their projects? Because... You're so proactive, you're so talented, and you you work hard. Um, and your talent is recognized by all the peers. So where can we find you online if we want to kind of connect with you? Well, you can find me on my personal Instagram is a passenages for underscore. And I also have a more professional one where I post all of my acting, modeling, and even makeup work. Listen, I have too many gigs. <laughs> As Ike's a passenages you know you have to keep it busy like so yeah you can also find me as Aixa Cartagena on Facebook I'll spell that out for us spell that out for the audience yeah like listen Latin American names are something (laughs) but it will be A-I-X-A space C-A-R-T-A-G-E-N-A there we go one of a kind you're one of a kind (laughs) and I look forward to watching the rest of your career thank you so much thank you Well, you know what that means. It's the end of the episode. If you've been inspired by Axe's story and want to become an actor, then you need to come to my online drama workshops available on Eventbrite. You will meet talented actors every Sunday and undergo professional training in order to unlock your potential. We offer careers advice, challenging scripts, and the chance to showcase your work to hundreds, if not thousands of people. Don't leave it to the last minute because so many people are signing up by the second. So this is your chance to make the right choice. I will see you Sunday, but if not, I'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.